Hello everyone, welcome back to the Zephyr Lake Carmelite Evangelization Campaign. Today we are going to be reading question 78, which is a final question within the topic of the fall, which is the final topic under chapter 1, uh, which is um, in section 2 of part 1. As we know, the catechism is divided into four parts and we are in part 1, section 2. And today we conclude chapter 1, which is on God the Father, then the other two chapters in section 2 are on Jesus and the Holy Spirit. So tomorrow we'll start chapter 2, which is on, the, on um, Jesus Christ. So now for question 78, after the first sin, what did God do? After the first sin, the world was inundated with sin. But God did not abandon man to the power of death. Rather, he foretold in a mysterious way in the Proto-Evangelium, Genesis chapter 3 verse 15, that evil would be conquered and that man would be lifted up from his fall. This was the first proclamation of the Messiah and Redeemer. Therefore, the fall would be called in the future a happy fault because it gained for us so great a Redeemer, Liturgy of the Easter Vigil. So now for my personal reflection. God never de desired or willed that man would fall from the initial state of grace that he had created him with. However, in his infinite and mysterious and unconditional love, he gave free will to all his creatures that he had created with intelligence and free will that is the angels and the humans and we saw in the prior segments this was misused this was a misuse of free will first by the angels like one third of the angels uh, decided to rebel against god and this resulted in evil entering into god's creation and subsequently this evil seduces the first man and woman to fall from the state of grace that God had created them in. But because man was not created with the same degree of knowledge as the angels, God had a plan of salvation that he designed to redeem man from this fallen state. In fact, this infuriates the Satan, Satan and his companions because they feel envious of the divine mercy that God shows to humans. And in this plan, God sends his only begotten son uh, to be born of the Virgin Mary and to suffer and pay the price for the sin of man. And through his resurrection and through his trusting obedience in the salvific plan of God, the God-man Jesus restores that state of grace in man. And this grace is made available to all people without exception in the sacrament of baptism so baptism is like the vaccine for the soul against sin and eternal death you know how eager we are to get all kinds of different immunizations and vaccines for our perishable bodies but how much more should we be concerned about understanding and accepting the vaccination against sin and death for our souls the soul that is eternal 
So all of us, whether we believe or not, were conceived with a stain of original sin, which um, makes us uh, lean towards sinful uh, things and have this inclination to sin. And we need the sacrament of baptism to wash away the stain of original sin from our souls and also to be fortified by the grace, uh, graces to resist sin and to sin no more. Um, Mary, the Blessed Virgin Mary, is the only one who was conceived without original sin. And that is because God, who transcends time, applied the salvific grace from the passion, death and resurrection of Jesus Christ uh, to Mary at the moment of her conception. So she was the only one who was conceived without original sin. After, of course, um, Adam and Eve in the beginning. So in conclusion, I, I'd like to actually read a paragraph from the Catechism, paragraph 411, um, which talks about this aspect, Mary's role. It kind of is in the middle of paragraph 411. Furthermore, many fathers and doctors of the church have seen the woman announced in the Proto-Evangelium, which is Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, uh, and that verse is, goes like this. I will put, and this is God speaking, he says, I will put enmity between you, the Satan, and the woman, and between your offspring and her. He will strike your head while you strike at his heel. So this is where God is pro, uh, pronouncing or announcing for the first time that he will be sending a Messiah and Redeemer. And um, paragraph 411 continues that um, Mary, the mother of Christ, is the new Eve. Mary benefited first of all and uniquely from Christ's victory over sin. She was preserved from all stain of original sin and by a special grace of God committed no sin at any of any kind during her whole earthly life. So that's um, the conclusion of my reflection for today. I hope you have a blessed day and thank you for listening.